would leave your Xbox Live party to go to game <laughs> chat just to tear somebody a new ass. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then and then you would be done. I'll be right matches. back, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's when you knew <laughs> it was going down. When you had to leave your party chat to go talk to somebody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Nebulous Entertainment Podcast. Today, Eric and I are going to be counting down our top five, each of our top five favorite Call of Duties. Now, we're going to be basically comparing the online presence. So we're talking, what are we talking, Eric? We're talking Spec Ops, Multiplayer, Zombies. So that's what we're taking into, into consideration. We're not taking into consideration the campaign and the stories that were told through the campaign. So with that said, Eric, let's start counting down. So let's give me your number five. Okay. Uh, my number five is probably a controversial one because I know it was a not so well received version of call of duty, but it's ghosts from 2013. Uh, that was actually the first one that I played with you, I believe. Yep. That's yep. That's where we got to meet each other. <laughs> a lot of words were said on those battlefields. <laughs> yeah, but no, I you know that's Ghost is in my list. Ghost is in my list. I'm not going to say where it's it sitting, great. but it is. It is a good game for sure. They did a lot of they did a lot of different things with it that I think uh, people were a little iffy on. Remember, they had like the specialist sort of. Instead of having one character, you had ten that you would level up different. Uh, they were basically your different loadouts. And the spawning was different, and people hated it. And I don't know. I just loved it. I loved the maps. I loved the uh, the gameplay. I loved the... That was the first one, I think, where I played four by f or four versus four, too. That might have been the first one where they introduced that. So, yeah. just I have a lot of positive memories with that game. So... Yeah, no, I, your number five. I completely agree. My number five for Call of Duties is Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 is coming in at number five. And the reason it's coming in at number five is because of the maps to me were very fast paced. And I enjoyed that. You know, that's just one thing mm -hmm. that I enjoy. So, for example, you know, like between Standoff, Hijacked, um, even Plaza, those were probably my top three maps for Black Ops 2. And it was also because, you know, it, it was all, it was at a, a time in my life where like, again, like this is probably my last, I would say, uh, besides Ghost, it, it was coming up on my last like 360, Xbox 360 game that I yeah. like heavily played. Yeah, uh, Ghost know. was the first one that they did the split. You know, they released it for 360 and then for the the next gen, whatever uh, Xbox One. There's there's so many. Just just throw another <laughs> letter or number on the end of Xbox. It's probably out there. But yeah, Black Ops Black Ops Two is coming in at my number five. Um, I heavily enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the parties. I enjoyed just the last Renegade run at what would be, you know, my favorite uh, Black Ops. Because after the fact, I would say, like, you know, after Ghosts, um, which we, we can talk about this now, Ghosts comes in at my number four. 
So my mm-hmm. number four is Call of Duty Ghosts, while it's Eric's number five. And to to the same point that Eric had pointed out, like there were some good maps in here too. Um, but it was you know when him and I started playing together, and there was there was a different feel to it. But it wasn't a different feel like Infinite Warfare or like Advanced Warfare, yeah. where it was super modern to the point of like exoskeletons. You're, you're running on the wall, and it it just it, th- those those games didn't make my list, uh, Eric. I don't think they made yours either, and because <laughs> of well, right, well because of it, you lost the Call of Duty feel for what yeah. we had grown up and what we were accustomed to. So you know we're going to be biased, and we're going to be biased towards. I mean, this is like our disclaimer towards our top five. Yeah, it, it because this is our of the, list. The, right. Well, well, and <laughs> the the points in time in in our lives in which they dropped, in which they yeah. hit. That's so you know, it, it definitely is. So while yeah, we take into consideration a, the spec ops and the multiplayer and the online and everything, it, it's also it's a huge player for when it comes to when they were actually released, like in our lives. Yeah, you get the the nostalgia goggles on. That plays a huge factor for sure. And uh, just a slight disclaimer, we will be doing a map, our favorite maps, as a separate video. Because I think we could go down a rabbit hole for hours there on this one. Yeah, for sure. So, for Ghosts, though, I remember this is whenever I actually first started, Eric, when I first started making like short YouTube snippets. And uh, okay. I, cause I actually, so this game, I actually played on PlayStation. So yeah, like I mentioned, Black Ops 2. I played with you guys. Right. So Black Ops 2 is my last 360 game. God, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Ghost was my first PlayStation game. And it was, you know, it was a lot of fun for me. Prison Break was probably ooh, my favorite or one of my top maps. Because didn't they also, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, but this is when they got into different game modes for AI that I don't think we had seen prior to. You might be right. I didn't do a lot with those. Um, I basically, for the longest time, I pretty much just played um, the Domination, like the Flag Cap one. So either uh, Capture the Flag or Domination or what was it? It's like a King of the Hill kind of deal. Um, whenever they had one of those, I, I think they had a different name for it, like drop zone or hot zone or something. But yeah, I, I was always more into the, uh, the team, like the, uh, just the online stuff with like verse against other people. I didn't get too, too much into the AI, but other than go, like zombies, but that again is another, that could be another, uh, side episode because we could talk about zombies for hours, I would think. Oh, for sure. We talked about ghosts getting hate, right? But I, it wasn't hate from a multiplayer perspective. It was hate from like the campaign more so than the multiplayer. There, yeah, there was there was disdain for that for sure. But I do I do remember like I do remember distinctly people like I that was sort of when I was starting to get into following people on YouTube, and I remember people talking about the the map and spawning sort of issues that they had. So, like, I the one thing that I distinctly remember was it would spawn you... It was, like, smart spawning. And it would spawn you on another side 
like wherever the enemy team was the least concentrated is where you would spawn. So in traditional or in the past Call of Duty games before that, it was always sort of like there was a one side one and side two, and that's sort of where everybody spawned and you kind of fought towards the middle. But then they sort of introduced that new smart spawning system. I, I remember people hated it. I don't, you know, I think that's what they use now. I think it's more refined now, but it that I can distinctly remember people complaining about that aspect of multiplayer. But I think that might have been the only real multiplayer gripe people had. Um, yeah, I mean, if if think about avid players, right? Like people that are just completely into the game all the time. If, if all of a sudden the spawning's messed up, yeah, they're going to be rightfully pretty pissed. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it was because it was, you know, it didn't account for everybody on the enemy team. So you would spawn in and somebody would be, you know, behind you and they would take you out and people would just... I remember the, that was the first time I ever heard Ben Cardone swear <laughs> was during a Call of Duty ghost match. And it was, a, oh my, that was like a memory burned into my brain because it was so funny. Um, I can get into my number four now. Yeah, get into Segue into four. that. Uh, the previous entry from... Or I think that was Infinity War. I think Ghost was Infinity Ward too. But Modern Warfare 3. Uh, I have a lot of positive memories with that game. I just... I remember the, the arsenal of guns was amazing. The maps were amazing. I played the absolute crap out of their spec ops with my cousins. Like... I think it was like a survival thing they had. Where it was sort of like you went against waves of enemies. And I played that with my cousins. Night after night after night. So, yeah, that's... That's my number... Four game. So, you're, your number four you're forgetting... Is, you're forgetting something, though, with MW3. Oh, and this was... This was, like... Multiplayer aside, and the feelings that I had towards it, it's a fantastic game. Right? Like, it was... In my opinion, a great step from where MW2 went from, or where MW2 came from. And while Eric MW3 comes in at your number four, the reason MW3 comes in at my number three is because of Face Off. And this was like your one v ones, your two v twos, right? Like this was where Face Off was brought into play for MW3, and I just have like really. <laughs> like fond memories of you know just doing the 2v2 or the 1v1 and like man i would get pissed significantly but bro well exactly like you know if, <laughs> if like, you don't yeah. if if you didn't get mad playing call of duty then you were never really a true player oh yeah you know, and mw3 with the with the face-offs kill confirm was taken to a whole different level um it it was a lot of fun i i loved mw3 but the maps, dude, like, this was where we really started to, we did this in MW2, but MW3 was uh, a lot of, like, infection. It was a lot mm -hmm. of, um, uh, oh, dude, I'm, I can't think of, I can't think of the game modes we, we used to play. Shit, dude, why can't I think of it? What's... <laughs> I can't think of the game modes that we would we used to play. There was they had like gun game. They had that's 
I don't know if that was the one where they started introducing a lot of those. They might have had them for a while, but I think that was the first one where I played things like Gun Game and uh, Infected. Like, when you said Infected, that was one that I distinctly remember. But, uh, you know, we could... They all kind of, like, blur together a little bit for me. You know, because it's been so long. This was where they started really heavily hitting, like, the AI, too. Because, like, there would be drops, right, in MW3, like you had talked about. And you would have to go against waves of enemies. Yeah, that the, was... I loved the, that so yeah. much. And the spec ops, man. The spec ops were fantastic. I just... I mean, I love spec ops in general. But... No, dude, I can't think of... What's the name of the game mode? I can't think of it. Like, you would play with your friends, and it would be... Ah, dude. I, it's, not an, it's, not <laughs> a leg, it's not a legit game mode, like, within the game. It's just something outside... Um, of the game that you would play with your friends and you could either have like you you would usually have like c4 you would hide it's ah, dude this is was it cops and robbers okay cops and robbers was one for sure cops i remember connor talking about that a lot i think they did that maybe in battlefield there might be somebody watching this that knows what i'm talking about um (laughs) i hope that they just yeah our alzheimer's is kicking in it really is man it really is. I'm looking at the maps, and man, it just brings back so many fond memories. Yeah, and it's it's just it's crazy because like this was this to me was high school. So M thirty three was high school for me, uh, like beginning of high school. Yeah, and that was so, the first for me. That was my first year of college. You old man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be careful over there. <laughs> oh, no, that would have been, no, I'm not, no, that wasn't my first year of college. It was my first year at Edinburgh. I was at BC3 first. So, and that's... so this is like your third year of college? <laughs> yeah. Not making yeah. yourself look any better? I know. Get he the was trying to, trying to get by with being younger. Now he's older. But yeah, dude. The the games oh, this, were fantastic. This like C Town. I'm just looking at the maps like C Town. I have them pulled Dome, up too. Uh, Resistance, fantastic. Hard Hat was super fun. It just, it's just, uh, man. It's, uh, I don't know. That's so. So MW three is my number three. Which your number three? My number three is actually the first Modern Warfare. They made another one in 2019, I think. But uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I didn't get into it until about halfway through its life cycle because, like, I didn't really know what it was. And my cousin introduced me to it. And, uh, you know, that it's the first online shooter I really got into. So that that's a huge factor for me was the fact that it was my first Call of Duty game. You know. Never forget your first. <laughs> uh, we're talking about video you? games. Oh, you, we, we got your number three. Down. We got your number yeah, three. What was is, what was I'm your first three. Call of Duty? Do you remember? Did you uh, jump in in the beginning, or did you come in? You know, because you're, I mean, you're kind of in between uh, my cousin's age and I. And they came think... in more towards like Black Ops Two. But I know you, you played before that. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. 
So I think I played a little bit of World at War, but nothing okay. crazy. The first Call of Duty that I just lost my shit over, and I spent countless nights, countless <laughs> hours, Doritos, Mountain Dew, whatever Normal was needed shield. to get the job done at the time, comes into my number two. And this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. MW2, wow, for so many people, it's their number one. It's my number two. But that game, make no mistake, it is, it, it's, there, there's no parallel to it. Like, it was the first for so many things. Like, okay, so, you know, that was my first major Call of Duty game. First time Spec Ops just came into play. And Spec Ops are fantastic. Um, the multiplayer was... We're gonna walk it was ridiculous. I mean, it's so yep. ridiculous. And of course you then, one of the reasons why it's my number two and all my number one is because it was, and not necessarily like at the time, but as the years progressed, like it became very easy for people to cheat the system. Um, you know, there were, I, you yeah, know, hacked lobbies were a, a yeah. There, there was a, lo a lot of issues, um, which took the fun out of you know straight up. It, it, here's the thing: if you can beat me in a game, fantastic. Props off to you. I'll, I'll get pissed and I'll probably <laughs> say some things that probably shouldn't be said. Uh, but like, you know, in, in terms of the the hacked lobbies, when you're not even getting the, like a sporting chance to fight one another. That's that's the piece that just didn't sit well with me. Um, so that's why it's my number two. The game is fantastic. The game will always go down in history as one of the most fantastic game and probably oh, yeah. one of the highest sold games uh, for, from the Call of Duty franchise. But yeah, dude, that was uh, definitely one of my favorites. Number two, that's my number two. What about my you? My number two. Let's is World at War, the first one he came in on. Um, because that, that again, was my first full, you know, where I experienced the launch, got excited for the launch, had my friends in high school that were excited for getting it too, and, like, it was the first one where I really remember playing nonstop. <laughs> like, yeah. late nights. Because that was, again, that was... Um, I can still remember Christmas break that year, you know, because they always tend to come out in November or, you know, late in the year. And then there was always that rush at Christmas where everybody was getting their copy and the lobbies were full and there was new people on there that were terrible at the game. So you could go in and spank them. And it was that Christmas break was just. I remember, you know, that one only had a few kill streaks. It had the aerial strike it might have been uav aerial strike and dogs i think that might have been it <laughs> but I love dogs. like oh man whenever you would hear the russian oh, you know. call in the yeah. dogs everybody was jumping up on stuff to get away from them panicking in the lobbies yeah it was a <laughs> it was a great that was a great game and that's you know, I have a lot of fond memories with that. That was the first one, too, where I actually did get the DLC maps. Um, I didn't get any of them for 
the first Modern Warfare. Uh, and then I remember getting them for World at War and was like, wow, these are just as good as the launch maps. So that was something, you know, that one holds a very special place for me because it's just, it's awesome. So, so, so okay, so your five is Ghosts, four is MW3, your three is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, two is World at War. Now let's get to your number one. What is your top Call of Duty game of all time? By a mile, it is Modern Warfare 2. That game, again, like I said, that was, you know, it was my first year at college, and I had a lot of friends that played, and it was late nights every night playing that game. You know, no life in your way through trying to get all the camos and all the achievements. Because back then they had, you get different titles and like calling cards through doing different challenges. Which I think they still carry that through with their newer games. But I remember them introducing that. Or uh, the yeah. system that I got into there was really in depth. And I'm a, I'm a completionist kind of person. So like, I was always chasing those different titles. And the the next little point i will make about that game we sort of briefly talked about before the video that was and i can still remember the entire match that was the first time you know playing that game was the first time that i had the 25 kill streak which unlocked the nuke which auto won the round for you like no matter how much time or score was in the round if your team got the nuke you won and uh I can still distinctly remember sitting on the map that I got it on, which we're going to talk about the maps in a different video. But I can picture it plain as day. I was using the, uh, I think it was the M21, and it had the thermal scope on it, which some people said was cheap, but whatever, I wanted the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> so it got the job done, and that was like the adrenaline... I can't even express how awesome it was to get that experience on that game because that was just, I don't know, that game was incredible. And I played that one through the next generations, or, you know, the next year. So it came out in 2009. I was in a clan, and I played pretty seriously with that clan through the 2010 Call of Duty and waited for Modern Warfare 3. So... You know, I have probably the most time into Modern Warfare 2. So, I mean, let's get to the, your number one. Well, well, look at the maps real quick, right? Like, Terminal, oh, dude. Terminal, I, have, I have the list pulled up, and it's just... My heart I, well, is right. aching. But if you look <laughs> at, this, like, two two of the, like, most well-known maps in Call of Duty, Terminal and Rust mm -hmm. are 100% two of the top, like, t 10, I, I would sure. say most well-known call of duty maps i mean yeah i mean how many times have they been remade that's probably i don't know. rust has Dude, they've been... been remade in like halo that's <laughs> let's yeah. forge no forge I, the world. I i totally just looking at this like man this is a i'm gonna make a little uh plea to activision to and now microsoft do a modern warfare trilogy remaster they've done one 
and it went over well. Do them all. I don't think you would ever have to sell another Call of Duty again. <laughs> but you know least... that they would. They would try oh, yeah. to at least. Yeah. They've tried. Oh, it, would be, yeah. it would be so good. Alright. We're going to count down my top five. Five was Black Ops 2. Four was Ghosts. Three was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Two was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And sitting in at number one for multiple reasons that we're going to talk about is Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1 is the the best memory I ever have or ha have had of playing Call of Duty. Not only were the maps fantastic, you had, you know, the, the kill streaks in my opinion were good. The experience that I had in Xbox 360 lobby that people will never, people oh, in today's that's day and age just, just never will understand. Yeah. Um, you know, f feelings were hurt <laughs> <laughs> in every every lobby, and you know you you just you just sucked it up and you tried to come back. You gave it right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, pe some people back then would go to the gym. Other people would flex their muscles in their mind and try to figure out some better comebacks. That's just that's just what it came down to. <laughs> you know, every everybody was talking shit. Oh, that that's. Was that was the day where the lobbies were combined. So, again, it might be like this now. I haven't played a Call of Duty in probably four years, three years. But, and I haven't played them seriously since probably Ghost. But back then, everybody would be in the lobby. So you'd see all the names of the 16, 12, whatever it is, players in the lobby. Everybody could talk to one another. And then, when the match started, you would split off into the two teams... Play your game, you know, you would find the people that were camping, you'd find the people that were constantly killing you, all that stuff, and then at the end of the game, everybody would come back together in the lobby, and it was a <laughs> free-for-all. So good, though. It was so fun. It, it was fun. While everybody talked shit, and everybody gave it back to one another, it was, it was a fun game. You know, people, yeah, your, was... your skills had to do the talking. Like, okay, Nuketown was introduced. Right, probably the most well-known map, I would say. I yeah, I, I would. Nuketown. Yeah, it's up there. I think it would compete with Rust, but I do think that Nuketown is more recognized for sure. Zombies, fantastic. Kino, I, you know, I loved playing zombies. I will also say, from Eric, you talked a little bit about like the player banners in MW two. I will say in Black Ops one, you were able to create your own. That's like, the custom. You're, yeah, you had the custom ability to that. create your own logo. People, I'll tell you right now, people in today's generation won't understand, but people back then will. People were creative as shit. And they, <laughs> yeah. they did anything and everything they could to get their point across for what they were trying to show. A lot of them, a lot of them vulgar probably match. should have been censored. <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is what separated... You know, the community back then from the community today, the fact that you could make that presence known on <laughs> Call of Duty in the lobby, in the chat, and you would troll people and nobody was, you know, crying to their parents or, well, some people I'm sure were, but, you know, you just, you left it all out there. And it's, in my opinion, it is something that today's generation will not ever understand. Yeah, and that's, uh, that is lobby. one thing that I miss, you know, I think 
like my younger cousins, they started, like I said, they started sort of Black Ops 2 into Ghosts. And then, you know, they played the more recent ones and uh, like they do the Warzone now and all of that. It's just, it seems like it's a different, I mean, obviously things, the game changes and all that stuff. But it just seems like a different feel, you know? You have different feel, you have different players, you have a, a different society. And what yeah. was, what was brought into society back in 2009, you know, 10, MW2, Black Ops 1, in terms of lobbies and chats... I mean, dude, people, you know, you, you need to go Band, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just... And, and now, like, another thing, too, and this is uh, just sort of, I think, general statement, is there's a lot more competition for Call of Duty now. You know, back then, the Call of Duty launches, that was like a global event that was a big deal and i mean it still kind of is but now you've got halo and fortnite and apex legends and battlefield and all these options back then when you wanted to play a good shooter you were playing call of duty and everybody was playing call of duty everybody was playing that's the thing right is the like it was never that difficult to find a game you were always in a game. And on the 360, because that's where I played it, you had eight, you, you allowed eight people in your party in terms of an Xbox Live chat, right? So with those eight people, you probably had three other people, so four of you were on, you know, on your team, so on and so forth, playing in Call of Duty uh, for Black Ops. And dude, it was just, it was an amazing experience. Everybody was trying to communicate. Everybody was getting pissed. You would leave. I I would do this all the time. You would leave your Xbox Live party to go to the game <laughs> chat just to tear somebody a new ass. And then, yeah. and then, and then you would be done. I'll be and right back, just, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's when you knew it was going down. When you had to leave your party chat to go talk to somebody. Because you could see. You could see their mic, well, that, right? If they had a mic yeah, attached, and that was, you could see it. I remember in those games, it was really easy to switch. You could literally just like... I think there was just like a toggle that you could just pop over into the general chat, spout off, and then jump back into your party chat. So much fun. I miss those days. If I could go back in time, I would. If, oh, if, for sure. If I could do it. I, you know, and we had talked, Eric, you and I had talked a little bit about this, but, but for everybody else, like, the weapons were solid. The DLC, like, I would always run with, like, the Commando, the Galil, um, and then I would snipe. <laughs> I would snipe a little bit. And... The DLC maps were amazing. Like, I loved Stadium. I loved um, Discovery. Berlin Wall. Eric, did you ever play on Berlin Wall? Uh, I don't know if I did. I think my camera just died, too. But uh, I might have. But again, like, I didn't play too much of um, Black Ops. Because I was, you know, the the... DLC for Modern Warfare was kind of sprinkling out through while Black Ops was in its launch phase. So, like, I missed... I sort of missed the boat on that. And I, I it bums me out because, like, I know that is as highly regarded as Modern Warfare 2 by most people. You know, I know mm -hmm. that... Uh, I think that's Connor's favorite. 
I don't want to speak for him, but I feel like that... I've heard him talk about that game so much. And uh, I have a lot of friends who that was their favorite, too. You know, like, they they liked Modern Warfare 2, but I was in, like, clans with people I didn't know. We were playing competitive, and I was in deep with that game. I, I played the absolute crap out of it. I think, you know... So what we talked about, like the online presence, we, we broke it down, you know, the games that we chose, the Call of Duty's we chose, they each had a unique online presence um, between like the multiplayer, the zombies, the, the spec ops, you know, the, <laughs> the AI waves, like whatever the case was. But what really brings them to our top five and places them accordingly is, the, you know, where they hit our timeline throughout our lives right and just because like you boys were boys that's the best way to put it and <laughs> call of duty i mean think about it you know because that for me that was middle school and so yeah, you know, yeah I and that would, was late high right, school early college for me yeah it was that's like a formative right. time in some ways well, right you'd come home like i would come home from middle school i would homework aside throw that shit in the corner until i go back tomorrow <laughs> in homeroom trying to figure out what i'm supposed to do <laughs> but anyways backpacks in the corner you you already know who you're squatting up with right you get on I guarantee you like nine out of ten times like people that people are already online right they were already online before i even got home um and you know you were just you were joining the lobby. There was probably already a party started. You join the party. You get in there. What do we? What do we do? What, what game are we playing? You know, we, we do a search. We do a domination. Uh, you know, we do a demolition. Like, what's what's the go here? And it would you you would just run it. And man, it was just it, it's a feeling like I said that you just don't get in the Call of Duty games today. It does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. But I think it also makes for like an experience that will sit with me forever of how those games were. So, you know, while I wish that it would come back full circle again, I don't think it will. Society's changed. You know, people have changed. What's yeah, developers change. change. Developers change, right? Um, you know, I, like I said, dude, we would sit there in between, in between games and you would be looking at the player cards for people to see what how creative they were with what they could customize what's crazy is that it was just shapes like they just gave you like a bunch of like adobe shapes and there uh, was so many tutorials you had, absolutely tutorials ridiculously masterfully created vulgar images out of basic shapes <laughs> i had i made That's... the iron man mask i remember i made the iron man mask and it was pretty accurate and oh that was i think that was maybe Black Ops 2? Because I think that stuck around for a couple variations of the game. I'd love to go back to see which ones, what I had. I don't remember which, what all I made, uh, but man, it's, there are people that are watching this that they, they would place these in their own timeline, right? The, the, these own games in their own timeline and be like, all right, which ones I play in middle school, which ones I play in high school. And they would have this, like, sure. these same nostalgic feelings of Call yeah. of Duty for the point in time in their life. Yeah, it's a, it's, that's sort of, you know, on a more broad scoping statement, 
that is sort of the magic of those kind of games and all games essentially but like that is a shared experience that you can have with somebody you've never met somebody across the world like your best friends from school your family like those kind of things are just like they're the great connector <laughs> like they are you know yeah you can probably go and find somebody around our age and you know ask them about just like say hey did you ever play modern warfare 2 probably gonna get a pretty solid yes i would <laughs> i would bank that it's just it was like it was just part of everybody's life and it was awesome yeah yeah i i don't know what else to say it's i would oh, love it i would love to go back and and feel what i was feeling <laughs> whenever we would sit down and play these games like you know, it's i there there has not been a game for me that has compared to the experiences that i felt back then and i think it was because of the exclusivity right like you had you could only have eight people in the chat like you know and your friends list was I don't know, 50, 500 people, like whatever the case was, like it was a lot of people, right? So you had to pick mm -hmm. and choose, you had to pick and choose who you were going to war with. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it came down to skill, sometimes it came down to who's going to talk the most shit. You know, like you need somebody <laughs> who could fight, but you also need some other people that could back you up and talk verbally because that's what it was. Like in between rounds, it was a verbal beatdown and you were going. Yeah, there was, there was the, the actual gameplay competition and then there was the back and forth in the exactly. lobbies. it was exactly. it was two separate it was two separate games yeah you, <laughs> you might have you, you might have been an average shooter right but you might have talked the best shit in the world so hell yeah we're gonna pick you up for that day because we might need you in between in between rounds yeah <laughs> like, that's, that's how just, i met that's what it was. and that's how we became good friends it was call of duty ghosts i still remember ghosts yeah i mean man i i hope that something can come along and you know, bring it back, bring it back mm -hmm. full circle. The way that Call of Duty went after, like for my college and after college with Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare, like that just didn't do it. It didn't do it for me. But I also think that like, because of the point in time where I was in life with, you know, with just in school and having yeah, that's, that's for sure a to play with people in school, it, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent is a factor. Uh, you know, just being able to just squat up after the fact, even though you spend all day with people and then you come home, you squat off some more and then you, you, you go to town, right? You, you it, it's, you're playing, you know, you're, you're, you usually have a snack next to you and you're playing <laughs> until you're, it's time for bed basically. Right. Yeah. And that's just, yeah. And usually long after when you should go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, those are each of our top five call of duty games, um, that we've come across. And, you know, it's our own opinion. I'm sure everybody watching this has their own opinion uh, as well for what their top five are. But I, we would advise you to just think back. Think back to your favorite Call of Duties in the moments of where you were in life when you played these games. Because I guarantee you where you were in life, the moments that you know were surrounding you playing the games, that's a huge factor into why you actually like that game in particular. Uh, maybe more so than another one. So... Those ones that we listed off, Eric, are by far like the the best ones. And oh yeah, even even so, like even because they were at this like the same times in our lives, you know, like middle school, high school, a little bit of college. 
it, you know, I still think that they played better. They were more wholesome through and through than the games nowadays today, the Call of Duties today. Yeah. I so agree. That might be a bold statement, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick with it. Um, we're gonna wrap this episode up here. So thank you everybody for taking the time to listen. We hope that you found some value, some entertainment. Uh, we would love for you to drop and comment your favorite Call of Duties. Give us your top five. We want to see it down in the comments uh, if you make it this far. So if you'd like to support us, you can do so on Patreon. We have a one, a five, and a ten dollar tier, and we can put that in the description. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at nebulous underscore ENT to dive deeper into the world of game development to see what our next project is because we do have some, some projects coming up here that we're going to be releasing more information on as well. Also remember that there is a story in all of us, but it's up to you to choose how you write yours. Uh,